This episode is from Shakti Durga's online class series, Spiritual Mastery. Hi everyone, it's Shakti Durga and welcome to this episode of the Soul Talk podcast. Each episode is going to feature some of the highlights from live trainings, retreats, online classes and presentations that I've done around the world. If you find value in it, please text the link to the podcast to a friend or share it with your networks. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Namaste. Wouldn't it be amazing if you could just wave a magic wand and know what was going to happen and why, who was going to be involved and who wasn't going to be involved, so that you could have this perfect life, perfectly planned, with no mess-ups and no interruptions to the flow, and everything would just be great. Well, I think that if that's how you think things should be, you're probably living on the wrong planet. Because I think on planet Earth, things tend to be a little bit more of a wobbly line, don't they, for us to get to wherever we're going. There is a lovely anecdote or analogy, really, in terms of us getting where we need to be spiritually. You can think about an airplane that's flying from Sydney to Beijing. And did you know that it is actually off course more often than it's on course? And the autopilot is continually making adjustments off course, back on course, off course, back on course. And that through that mechanism, the plane still ends up landing where it's meant to. I think the path of spiritual guidance, self-mastery, self-guidance, self-awareness and discernment is a bit like that airplane. We're off course a fair bit of the time, but when we become good at discernment, we can quickly ascertain what we need in order to pull ourselves back on course again. To me, discernment is very difficult when we are attached to how we want things to be. If we are absolutely 100% committed to things being this way and we cannot even consider things being a different way and we're actually very upset if things don't go according to our plan, then the chances are that we have not taken into account the law of attachment or the law of non-attachment because the law of non-attachment says that if you are attached to what it is you want in your life, it's not likely to come to you. It is one of the problems in the realm of the higher soul that we have to grapple with. So in in terms of seeing the world with discernment, we also need to practice non-attachment. Some people interpret non-attachment as though it means detachment. Detachment is a state of consciousness where I don't really care about what's happening. And to me, that's not what non-attachment is about. To me, non-attachment means I have a very clear vision of what I would like to achieve in the worldly sense. I would like to contribute to the world in this way. I would like to create this kind of a project. What I'm not attached to is exactly how we get there. 
like the plane that's flying off course a lot of the time, there are things that we cannot conceive of that are likely to happen on the path of getting from here to where we want to be. And only our higher soul knows the whole of the terrain. When we're practicing uh, discernment and we're wanting to avoid being attached, sometimes people say, well, I don't think I'm attached. But then if things don't go their way, they're very sad or very cross about it. And that's how we know we're attached. If my emotional body is restless and anxious and not happy until a particular thing happens, that means we're attached to it. (laughs) So the best antidote to attachment really is to just be happy now. When you're happy now, when you feel contentment, when you work on happiness and contentment as your inner state of being, you tend to hold things more lightly in your life. You can still hold your vision of where you'd like things to be, but you're not gripping on as if your life depended on that this detail is done this way and that detail is done that way. You're able to be a more spacious person and allow your guidance to show you the way to get wherever you want to be. There's been times in my life where I've really wanted to achieve ABC and I want to do it, you know, in a timely way. But what I haven't realized is the world's not ready for ABC. I've actually got to wait a while. And that when you uh, allow yourself to go with the timing of the universe, of the Tao itself, that then everything just flows. But hold your vision, even in the time of limitations and obstacles and distractions and being taken over here, even though you want to be over there. Sometimes these detours are really necessary because sometimes you won't have all the skills and all the resources you need internally and externally until you've been over here and then over there and round that corner and up there and dealt with this problem and sorted out your relationship with this messy thing over here. And only then are you in a position internally and externally where you're able to attain some result that you'd like to have in your worldly life. So the first of our points around mastering discernment is don't be attached to the outcome. The second thing is to look at where you've been wounded, where we carry wounds, where we have a pain body that's full of uh, things that haven't yet been worked through, it's hard to have discernment in those places. If we've been treated in a particularly bad way earlier in life, then very often we expect that that's how people are going to treat us in the future. And we can actually, in our mind, imagine things being a lot worse than they are or we can project our fears onto other people in such a way that we interpret what they're saying or doing through the lens of our own fears. And when we do that, we're not actually seeing with accurate perception. We're seeing through the lens of pain. When we see through the lens of pain, generally, we just see more pain. And it's hard for us to really pull the best out of ourselves and others. I remember speaking to a lady one day who 
was quite upset that her friend had not been taking any notice of her when she'd walked down the street. She'd been walking down the street, her friend walked towards her and then walked straight past her without saying hello. And so the lady I was talking to was going off about how rude a friend was and how she didn't really like her anyway and how the friend wasn't a real friend and clearly she wasn't important in that woman's life. And I said, hang on a minute, did she actually see you? Do you think she might have seen you or she didn't see you? And she she hadn't thought of that. Her pain body was so (laughs) on high alert that for someone to walk straight past her and not acknowledge her pushed all her buttons of nobody taking any notice of her and people ignoring her. And so interestingly, uh, when the two of them next met, uh, at first my the person I knew was quite cold towards that other woman because she really did think she ignored me deliberately. But then she thought about what I'd been saying to her. And so instead of just assuming that that was the situation, she actually went and said to her, hey, you know, what's going on? I walked past you in the street the other day. You didn't say hello. What was going on? She said, oh, you know, I just had some really bad news and I was rushing home because I'd heard my mum was sick and I was really worried and I wasn't really paying any attention to my surroundings. So if I ignored you, I'm really sorry. And that was a mending of that relationship because then the lady with the inaccurate perception, she'd had the opportunity to check it out and find, oh, there was a really good reason why I got ignored in the street that day. And then she didn't have to feel bad and it didn't put um, a, a sort of a dark stain on their friendship. Instead, she was able to be compassionate and she was able to get back into her centre again around the here and now of what was going on between her and her friend. So the second point around discernment is just watch if you're in an area where in the past you've been wounded, just make sure that you're not projecting those wounds into the here and now. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Soul Talk. I hope the podcast has served you in creating a happier and more abundant life. If you've enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. If you'd like to connect with me, head over to shaktidurga.com. Daddy.